This episode of How Long Gone is brought to you by Nissan. As a pioneer in the electric vehicle space, Nissan is always looking for ways to deliver new, meaningful technologies to EV owners. After all, Nissan has been making EVs since 1947. Their EVs have now traveled 8 billion miles by Nissan Leaf owners since 2010. Yes, my friend, that is 8 billion with a B, the equivalent of driving to Pluto and back, which is not a real planet. Think that's electrifying? One of their EVs trekked all the way to the North Pole, where all the uh, underground government military bases are run. And Nissan even tests their EV technology on the Formula E racetrack. But Nissan knows that you don't get an EV just for the E. You get a Nissan EV because it makes you feel electric, because it sparks your imagination, it ignites something within you, it pins you to your seat, and it... (gasps) takes your breath away uh, at least that's what nissan thinks about when designing their evs like the nissan aria and the famous nissan leaf it's about creating a thrilling design that electrifies its customers nissan's focus on creating a thrilling drive and an electrifying life on today's world it's so important to look around you to pay attention to look for all the tiny ways life can electrify you uh, i like to feel electric um by going to dinner um, trying new foods and then being late to my own podcast recording so that my host gets mad at me. But we recover um, because I never do that. So every once in a while, I need to electrify my life. That's called edging. <laughs> Nissan EVs that electrify. got home from church uh jason has a new computer um i would love to hear the specs and kind of why this purchase was necessary um and why you're using two monitors like an accountant as as if the only people who use two monitors on their macbook pro are accountants come on no well i mean you don't have a bloomberg terminal uh thank god for both of us but with the vertical display yeah but i don't understand what you i mean i know you dabble in graphic design but for your audio creation does two monitors help you speed through the process or or is it merely kind of to make you feel more professional it helps me speed through the process because my laptop monitor is 13 to 14 inches which is small display and then my external monitor is like 27 inches so I'm able to have like a big view, you know, it's just bigger. That's all. Sure. No, no. I I can have the big monitor. I have my Ableton up there, full screen, full bleed, as they say in the design world. Okay. And then my bottom screen, you know, I have my iMessage chat with Chris Black. Okay. I have my calendar app. Okay. You name it. So you're able, you're able to, to, you're able to streamline your workflow using monitors of, of different sizes. You get it. You got it. I have my notes to speak openly and candidly about today's okay. cultural icons. Okay, that may I mean look, I'm I'm happy that you got this and a new computer is a big step for anyone that's in the um, digital creation space and I hope that Apple is able to provide you with the specs you need to kind of <laughs> make your life uh, better, easier and more efficient. So congratulations oh, to you. Oh brother, I got a I got a I got an M1 unit, not an M2, don't need it, not doing any uh I'm I thought, not I thought, editing <laughs> Avatar 3 at home, so I don't need that. I thought M1 was a BMW. What are you talking about chips? It is. It is, Chris. There's uh, M's can be used by 
myriad companies across the world. I only count M's is what I said. So I'm a little confused. I don't know. I just yeah. don't. I, I don't. When you get to one, let me know. Okay, I will. I'll make sure to let you know. <laughs> um, I was just reading up on um, Gwyneth Paltrow's diet. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Gwyneth getting dragged by the people who have uh, full cheekbones. Yeah, Gw- Gwyneth is getting dragged. Her diet, though, is just... She's got a ghoulish diet, doesn't she? It's not even that crazy, though. She has coffee, then she has bone broth, and then she has a sensible paleo-leaning uh, dinner. I just don't know what the big D. De- I don't know what... That's the- what I eat, and I'm still fat, kind of. I know, but... I mean, I literally have coffee for breakfast. I'm drinking homemade bone broth right now, not some fucking $82 shit from Venice. Owls, Owl Creek, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Owl Creek. And then, yeah, for, for dinner, <laughs> Owl Creek Reserves, Ostrich Broth. <laughs> it's, it's truly... It could be It could be a high-end uh, whiskey, or it could be a broth. It's, who's to know <laughs> yeah. with Owl's Creek? And then for dinner, my, I think her dinner is a little more sensible than my dinner is where the rubber meets the road on this one. Though. That's, that's probably true, but I just don't... I mean, obviously, people want to hate Gwyneth Paltrow, and that's like a, a, a known quantity in this argument but i just don't find this i just can't like what do you guys think actresses eat like what the fuck do you think they're eating you think they're eating fucking john and vinnie's like hell no <laughs> she's just up front about it and it's i, I don't under, i just i don't know i don't think this is that big of a deal i think it's be, it's literally because she's up front about it because every like you said every other actor i know i know just eats you know straight up nothing and you're like slay mama yes gwyneth is just like Doing the same exact shit, except she's like, isn't it random that I get IVs and I have my sauna in my house? And, and then people are like, sir, people are dying. My mom doesn't have health care. That's not even my issue. My issue is that that like she's not posting like a fake hamburger picture like every other actress or like, oh. you know, a big a big pizza that she's lying about eating. <laughs> She, you know that that's my. It's like the the if I see one more fucking picture of a celebrity in in a in a black tie outfit fake eating a hamburger, mm-hmm. like do you really fucking think like maybe some of the fellows are, but but even they aren't happy about it. Maybe Dwayne Johnson has a cheat no, day. No, no, no. There's a lot of. I mean, back in the day, uh, iconic actresses would leave an awards ceremony and go eat. You know, Hillary Swank eating that Astro Burger. Jason honking down on a Hi- fucking Swiss and mushroom melt. If you think if you think Hillary Swank and her prime was having more than one bite of that fucking burger, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm just I'm telling you right now. Well, and, and, well, uh, here's what I say. Here's my theory. Swank, she she took she took the whole eight. Swank got wide open. She ate the whole thing, and that's why she's never worked in this town again. Okay, that's that's possible. Uh, I mean, I just don't think I don't know. I just don't think it's like I think Gwyneth's uh, candid approach. Um, I think what I actually I think part of what people are mad about is that like she is in their minds actively selling this lifestyle because she is. Yeah, but then it's unhealthy. But I'm just I'm a little we need to get back to a place in this godforsaken country where people realize that they are free to make choices, you know, and it's like if you don't want to eat like Gwyneth Paltrow, you do not have to. It's okay to not subscribe to Gwyneth Paltrow's approach to life. Uh, if you find it uh, ridiculous, you can simply laugh at it yeah. and move on with your just day. Just keep it moving. And not let it control the the mood of the rest of your week. Just, j- just, keep, just keep it moving. It's okay. If you don't want to drink bone broth, that's fine. It, I mean, I think that it's just it's we've lost all sense of normalcy where it's like, Oh, you know, you can make a choice. You don't have to do what someone else. It's totally fine. It's it's totally okay to not 
drink bone broth. You know, <laughs> you can have pizza if you want. It's actually not okay to not drink bone broth. It's so good for you. I'm drinking it right now. I so believe in it. But I, I think one of my uh, uh, one double standard that I don't like, uh, because we are speaking about women specifically in this situation, is like guys like you know like Mark Wahlberg or the rock or whatever they're just like yeah i fucking wake up and i eat 11,000 calories every day I have 12 fucking big macs for dinner because they're working it off and they're building the muscle and everything and women you know they it's it's tough to be able to have like a muscular figure and still um, you know, be considered a, a beautiful working woman in the industry. Oh, you know? so I'm not, it's something that they have to keep an eye out I'm for. Not, I feel bad for them. I'm not saying this is fair. I'm not. I'm not saying like I'm not saying yeah, this. I mean, is, I'm not arguing with you at all about anything. This is just an aside where it's like, oh, it's a bummer. Like you really have to like watch what you eat, not eat a lot of calories, maintain this sort of sickness. Yeah, because you can't physique. go. You can't go. You can only have Madonna arms. You can't have Ronda Rousey arms. You know, you can't have. You can have a swimmer's body, but not a synchronized swimmer's body. Not Ronda Rousey. Wow, really? What is going on with I got, you? I, I got on my turtle swag. <laughs> I was about to say Ronda. I haven't heard that. You know, you know turtle jacks off to Ronda Rousey deepfakes? Still, oh, absolutely. Still, uh, to, to this day. The real person as well as the character. Sorry, continue. I think that I think all of that is, is true. I, and I think that obviously, you know, the media criticism of of women's bodies is dark and twisted and it's been like that for far too long mm -hmm. i just don't think i just don't like blaming gwyneth paltrow for it is my is my <laughs> i mean not because not just because i love her just because i don't think she's really the leader of the problem yeah you know i don't think that it's i don't, I don't think she's really the problem you know i think that like you can get mad at the Daily Mail for posting like unflattering pictures and then savaging some woman at the beach in the in the in the <laughs> caption. That to me is more of a problem than Gwyneth Paltrow being like, "I drink bone broth and eat healthy." Unless you know? the caption I, I just don't is think uh, that hilariously quippy and witty, um, that's the only way I'll allow it. But no, I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I think that people get uh, confused and angry about kind of woo woo culture, which is a word that I hate. I just hate the word woo woo. It's so stupid, but it's the blanket term that sort of you know handles all of that and they have this unchecked frustration or anger about it for some reason maybe it's you know these people are subconsciously actively trying to better their lives and become more healthy and other people who are like i'm addicted to diet coke and big bang theory are like no i don't want to do that and so they like subconsciously lash out at people who are quote unquote woo woo, and she's sort of the face of that. You know, no, persona non grata. She's the face of it. Easy, easy to take down. Because like, why, why do you really get angry about somebody being like, I worked hard all my life. You know, I'm trying to make my life better, and I'm going to make a buck doing that versus like doing a like a commercial I don't want to do or an acting role that's going <laughs> to yeah. be stupid for money. Like, yeah, I'm good at doing this. There's enough people out there who want this. I'll make money. That's it. Nobody was mad when Paris Hilton did the Carl's Jr. commercial. I don't remember any blowback around that, Jason. And that to me, <laughs> that to me was a deeply offensive. And I, you know, I, I didn't, <laughs> I was able to kind of push through that and make it out of the other side. But a lot of people didn't. You know, we lost a lot of people. Look, if, if Paris was doing an Erewhon commercial or an Impossible Burger commercial, then people <laughs> might be up in arms about it. But other people are just like, this is awesome, as well as tits. I feel like. <laughs> When you combine a bacon cheeseburger with tits, something Paris Hilton is even really known for. Damn, wouldn't it be cool if Paris just one day was like, hey guys, I have fucking giant tits now. Like I just, it's part of my deal.
How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we we're spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from i don't like anyone if you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelp.com slash how long today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help h-e-l-p.com slash how long nice how Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker stronger hair go ahead give it a tug Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker stronger faster growing hair with considerably less shedding thank god take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker healthier hair for a limited time Nutrafol is offering our listeners ten dollars off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Jason, if you're struggling with uh, grief, relationships, stress which i don't think you have any of that uh, or you're having trouble sleeping or meeting your low low goals online therapy could be for you uh better help is secure online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat sessions with a licensed professional therapist better help will assess your needs and match you with your own accredited therapist and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours there's no waiting room the service is available worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime to message your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists. If needed, we've all been there, haven't we? It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy, and financial aid is available in your area visit betterhelp.com slash how long and join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional how long gone is sponsored by BetterHelp, and our listeners get 10 percent off their first month of online therapy at better slash how long 
Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free. Zero catch. We've been using it ever since we started How Long Gone. And ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like having the option of turning off the Q&As and the polls on the user dashboard (laughs) has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level. I highly recommend giving it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. I think the Paris Hilton arc is is coming to a a, a little the, the comeback arc. I feel like it's coming to a close because she was kind of. I feel like she was unable to capitalize. Damn, she's going law roach mode. I mean, dude, if I have to hear about, well, that 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 plays into this this whole thing too. It's like this this guy is like uh, feeling bad for himself for choices that he made. And I just don't, I, I just don't understand. I really don't understand. Like if I walk into traffic and get hit by a car, that is not the driver's fault. That is, the, that is my fault <laughs> because I walked into the, I knew what I was doing. I have agency over my decisions, you know, but the, the law roach thing is probably more complicated, but I, I'm not going to watch him talk about himself for an hour. It is more complicated and not necessarily our place to comment on it. We can't, uh, I agree if you walk into uh, the 405 and get hit by a car it's not the driver's fault but it could be argued that the person who created tra- traffic in general <laughs> yeah is I mean, their fault. that's the thing though it's just like i don't think that like i think this guy is really going on an award tour metaphorically speaking. an award tour for retiring and people are like g- giving him props for keeping it real which is like sure i love when anyone keeps it real and he's pulling back the curtain on the fashion industry you know and it's like mm-hmm. well i don't i don't know if dressing celebrities is necessarily the fashion industry it is it's a part of it <laughs> but to me it's like i don't i don't do celebrity well to me it's just like i think if you're gonna if you're gonna dress celebrities i think that you get paid very very well for for that and it's going to be a high stress job and also you're dealing with absolute fucking lunatics Mm -hmm. so i i don't know like if you don't understand that getting into it it's a very hard job that has nothing to do with fashion kind of it is kind of it really is i mean it's basically like you you wake up you open up your ipad and then you see who from valentino is forcing you to wear which outfit (laughs) yeah and then they ask you where the address is they oh they next what is what's next tell next ship what's it called world net yeah they they world net the shit to your hotel in paris you put it on zendaya we call it a day and if you don't wear that clothes that clothing item with that shoe with that jewelry with that earring then your contract is torn up null and void and you're sued for whatever infringement it's of, just of contract it's just the Fashion. same it's just i mean i know that he's considered i mean I don't understand like red carpet dressing because most people just look kind of insane and I, I don't I, I don't claim to understand that and it's beyond my level of comprehension, especially with, with women. <laughs> but it's you know women really be dressing on the red carpet if you ask me. It's like but it's 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 truly like if you yeah, I, I manage um I manage Adele 
you know <laughs> like what what you're you're fielding incoming you know you're not having to drum up business it's like you you dress zendaya i could put zendaya in a fucking paper bag and zendaya is going to look better than everybody else out there and i'm not saying there's not opportunities to add you know i, I just we just were talking about this and people are talking about the arc of her look. And I'm just like, guys, no one gives a shit about that. <laughs> no one is looking. No one gives a fuck about storytelling through red carpet looks like that is absolute navel gazing horse shit. If you do, if you do give a shit, I mean, millions of people do give a shit about that. And those people need to kind of come back to planet Earth. <laughs> no, but I don't think people give a shit. I think people figure out give different a shit. things to look at on your phone during your lunch break at Sephora. I think people give a shit about like if it's good or it's bad or if they think it's cool or it's not cool. But I don't think they're thinking like about how the stylist has drawn a through line through this. I just don't think that I think that that might help a stylist do their job and is necessary for them, which I totally understand and respect. I don't think mm. anyone looking at the clothes on a celebrity is thinking about that or cares about that. Damn, titties look good. That's what I say. And then on to the next. <laughs> yeah. Damn, Hunter Schaefer. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't think anyone's thinking about it as much as, as the stylist, obviously. But yeah, I mean, I'm just the, the award tour. I just still don't understand if if Law Roach's abrupt retirement from the, the coal mines of celebrity styling was, you know, and then a few days later, he walked as a model in the uh, Hugo Boss show in Las Vegas. Mm. And it feels it I don't, something there's a little weird to me. You know, it feels a little bit like I retired from styling, but I didn't retire. Orchestrated. Yeah, it just I, I don't know. I, I don't obviously I have no insight. Not and also aligning with Hugo Boss, an attack on the Jewish community, if you ask me. I mean, it's an attack on the aesthetic community for sure. But I don't know if <laughs> I don't know. It's an attack on the eyeballs. Um, but I just don't know. He's just trying to get to Berlatini. I get it. I, yeah, exactly. We all are. That's all we're doing. But I just don't know if I, yeah, I just don't, something about it all feels a little, a little weird. And like, there is a, there is an end game that, that results in financial gain. And if so, you know, hats off. Cause that's all anything is about really is how much money can I, sure. how much money can I milk out of this situation? Whatever it may be good, bad or indifferent. So I respect that. Give me the drama. Give me the narrative. Yeah. Whatever. You know, this is all just a fun, a fun, silly game anyways. Why the hell? But not? it is, it is something that is, it's interesting when kind of gen, general population begins to debate the ins and outs of kind of like a, a below the line thing well, what do you mean by a, a below the line thing i mean like when you bring giant celebrities into something it becomes like fodder for general population uh -oh. whereas like how celebrity styling works is not really that interesting to people mm -hmm. that just like want to see a celebrity in clothes but now like everything else they think they're an expert on it and how it works and how it should work and how mm -hmm. people you know blah 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 so it's just, it's funny to watch like you know the cut commenters debate on something when they literally, you know, are a project manager manager in Tucson. You know, they're debating the ins and outs of like of celebrity styling in the Louis Vuitton contract. I just think it's funny <laughs> when things reach. That I point. went over the contracts yeah. um, pro bono, of course. Uh, I pulled them from Reddit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was able to take a look but at this. But also, but that's like what we I was saying do. before, how you can't blame the driver for getting hit. You have to blame who created traffic or whatever. I mean, like. It's not that barista's fault for claiming no, definitely or, not. Or, or speaking that they know about this business that they don't participate in because you're able to sort of lie to yourself and say like, okay, I don't want this life that I'm in. I wish I was a celebrity stylist hanging out with celebs on the red carpet, eating in and out at four in the morning. That's so random. 
but I'm not I'm not doing that. I'm never going to do that. So I'm going to sort of usurp that that mental position of a person in that job and it's going to act as like a weird solve salve to kind of soothe my yeah no for sure my little life well also it's like we all think we're experts on everything and i'm not immune to that and for that i blame china yeah i'm not i'm not immune to that you're not immune to that it's like i, I don't think I think it's the internet's fault, uh, obviously, because we are, um, oh. you know, there's too much information out there, uh, unverified or or verified. Um, but I've also been struggling with a, a personal problem that I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, a personal problem. Okay, personal problem. It's a person. It's a it's a personal problem, and it's been something that's kind of been ongoing for the last, I guess, like year and a half, like two years. Um, but. No, I guess a year and a half. Um, Gingivitis? I've talked to a few people about it, and no one's going to be able to help me, and it's embarrassing. It's like pretty... Actually, it's like really bad. It's like pretty embarrassing, but um, <laughs> as uh, you know, I bought the Samsung Frame TV. Uh-huh. And... Which is... um, Which you could explain to the, our listeners. It's a sleek, minimal television. <laughs> it's a sleek, minimal, overpriced television, and you there's a magnetic frame that attaches to it, so it quote-unquote looks like art. Is is the idea, mm. but it's five hundred dollars more than any TV. Not your grandfather's television. It's it's at, so I knew I was getting bamboozled when I bought this TV, but I liked the look of it, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty nice. Fuck it, I'll buy it was this." Fashion over function, a decision that Chris Black has made his uh, entire count, life, countless times. So I get it for reasons, you know, for a, a ton of reasons, it couldn't be installed properly in LA. I, I brought mm-hmm. it. To, I brought it to New York. I'm like, "All right, baby, this it's finally time. You know, it's it's time. Mm-hmm. The frame is going up." I'm Maiden gonna, voyage. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna be watching Bravo on a whole new level now. And mm-hmm. um, once again, <laughs> I have been thwarted <laughs> by the gods. And and the and the Samsung Frame TV is uh, sitting on the floor, mm. um, plugged into the wall. All cords visible, of course. Um, and I am kind of recalibrating how I'm going to make this TV a part of my life because of the way it's designed. It has this stupid box that comes with it that you have to plug all the cords into. And that box needs the to be... The box is tough. The box needs to be hidden in the wall behind the TV. And it's just something that makes me want to take the frame TV um, <laughs> down to the street and hammer it until it's dead. Because I cannot... I'm so angry at the frame TV. And I'm so embarrassed that I fell for this <laughs> stupid thing that doesn't look that much better than other TVs. And as... and. And I bring this up to you, Jason, because I know you're a frame owner who successfully inf- installed the frame in your home, and you enjoy it probably daily, and it's not a problem for you. Is that is that safe to say? Yeah, well, that's not the whole story, though, Chris. I have to, I have to be fully transparent <laughs> with you on this one. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do have a friend who works at the Samsung Corporation who was able to give me a, a very deep discount on the television at first, um, and it was then um, rushed delivered to my home. And I, you know, it took an edible and installed it in my bedroom in about 11 minutes where it sat working smooth as silk ever since the day I bought it. What a great unit. Smooth, sleek, and stylish. This I feel like it's gone up in value. I could sell it for the same amount of money tomorrow. I'm not sure. <laughs> and you're having issues with yours, you said? I'm not sure if TV... I think TVs are like cars. As soon as you pull them <laughs> off the lot, they kind of drop in value. No, but, no, no. Some some cars are... are some, they go up in value, but go But on, you sorry. didn't hide the box in the wall like you're supposed to. No, well, we... It was... Um, I was lucky enough to be able to hide it behind a piece of furniture that was right there. So there's, See, there's like a... that... I, I, yeah. 
I want to say I, I and I am I, that is a blessing. Yeah, not everyone is as lucky as me to have that. And I also you're a little more particular with your minimalist looks and you know Chris's house it's a lot of white walls going on there's not a lot of places to hide and I'm sure you're living in an older building where the walls aren't necessarily zoned for this type of thing it's just plaster and bricks and shit like that right yeah well I mean apparently um my man had his stud finder out and he said this this it's up to code apparently (laughs) regardless of that fact regardless of that fact no one can seem to do this for me like the amount of people i have hired and they've come over and they be like oh i just i don't know and i'm like i don't understand how this piece of this television is so popular and when i look at it online i see countless photos (laughs) of it perfectly situated (laughs) in everyone's home cord free looking good why is that not possible for me to achieve okay i think i have the answer and i think unfortunately i'm the only they them for the job because of one very specific reason you're you're hiring professional people to install this and they don't want to be liable for any any mishap any fuck up you know you're you look like a litigious fella you're a you're a male karen you know we don't want it's you're just too it's too risky if something goes wrong whereas i am willing to sort of cut corners look the other way yeah fudge a couple details you're not gonna live there forever something bad happens fuck it (laughs) yeah i mean i'm I, I, th- I think you might be right about this. Like, I think you, you make a good point. But it's also like when the guys get in here, I give them the vibe like, hey, man, I'm paying you cash. Get this shit on the wall. I don't give a fuck what mm-hmm. you have to do to get this shit on the wall. Right. This TV has been shipped across the country. I don't I don't even care about it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't even want to look at it. I don't want to uh-huh. watch TV. I fucking hate it. I'm so mad. Chris, I'm coming into I'm coming into New York next week. I won't even charge you. I know, but 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 now I don't know. It's a whole thing. Like it, it's like you have to. There's like a metal box you have to buy that sits behind the TV to hold the box in the wall. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've done a lot of I've done a lot of research. But that's the problem. You said you have to buy this special metal box where that thing sits inside the wall and flush. And where I come in, I say have is a strong word. There's there's stuff called duct tape and thingamajigs. No, sure, and- sure, sure, sure. We can get it done. We can get it to where it needs to be. It'll it won't hold for World War Three, but, but it'll hold. Okay, it'll hold. Well, okay, because World War Three is happening on Tuesday. <laughs> so if I, you know, if I, we don't have a lot of time. But I mean, I know that you and your friends in Glendale are kind of taking to the streets. Well, as to it, protest if, this um, Trump if, if arrest, if QAnon ever announces that they're going to storm the Superiority Burger, then we'll worry. But I think <laughs> you're going to be okay for now. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking superiority down <laughs> yeah I, I guess that i guess that the the word on the street is from from um our friends over at truth social is that so i guess trump is is being arrested turning himself in something like that for but for a, a low-level bribery charge for the stormy Daniels, of passion for the stormy daniel stuff which is you know of course the all of the bleeding hearts in my life are dancing on his grave i'm like this is barely a charge that would stick on me um, I don't think you're going to do a lot of hard time for this. It's it's not, you know. It's something, though. It's something. And I think I'm, I'm sure that there's, not. there's a better. It, it's not espionage. You know, it's fine. You know, I don't know. I, I, I A bribery <laughs> charge, you would do. You, you won't even do time. No, but I, do you think it has anything to do or like there's any reminiscence of like when they get a. 
they, they can never get a charge on a mobster to stick. So you pop them for tax evasion. And then that leads to this, this, and this. Some guy talks. And then now suddenly we got, you know, I'm, I'm sure these people have a bigger game at play. I think they've been trying to do this for so long so desperately they're just happy to get a num- numbers on the board yeah what it sounds yeah like. it, it, it feels to me like they've been desperately trying to get him on literally a parking ticket so they finally got something and they're going to run up the flagpole which is fine i mean if you you know if you if that is your job and you fucking hate someone you have this kind of power and you've been trying for whatever five six years now to, to get something to stick like i don't blame I you i mean you know he's he's like he's like a bill cosby a very terrible person who is funny but at a certain point, you know, you got to pull the ripcord and, you know, lock her up. Well, unfortunately, I think it's going to only empower him and make his followers like him more because it's going to paint him as like a, you know, a victim in some ways or at least like a. Yeah. Who is the guy? He's going to he's going to go Leonard Peltier mode, not to quote De La Rocha. He's going to become a political prisoner yeah. fighting the good fight for the white brother. No, yeah, he's going to. Yeah, he's going to he's going to be on prison on fucking on a hunger strike. Mm-hmm. He's going to for- come back with a with a Bible and he's going to have a beard. Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. He's coming out as a guru. No, but I think that the I think that the I mean, I do think this will only empower him and give his people because he's kind of been you know he's not he hasn't been laying low he's been calling DeSantis a meatball and shit like that but like mm-hmm. he's been laying low a little bit you know compared to the fever pitch that it reached obviously obviously a few years ago he could have orchestrated this charge himself just to get a little uh, little ink huh i think he, i think he might want i think this is all just gonna end in a net positive for him in some ways i mean he might lose a little money on it but i don't i don't see what the downside is um, but I, I haven't delved super deep into this, but I, I wonder if the streets will be safe in our kind of <laughs> coastal towns. I mean, I, I wonder, you know, if, if we're looking in, you know, uh, St. Pete might be a little different. I don't know. Birmingham. It could be, I, I don't know where these, these kind of, yeah, he said, he said to protest to or to like, where exactly are we going to protest? If you just like the DA's office in midtown Manhattan, I think it was more of, I think it was more of like a general, take to the streets you know what i mean i don't think it was like just a- in just wherever you may be <laughs> yeah i think it was i don't i don't know if it even was- the protesters, even the protesters like midtown <laughs> not not i don't love that yeah i don't that that chopped gets really busy at noon it's kind of tough to get a wrap <laughs> i'd love it i'd love if we could kind of branch out just a bunch of people with little trump flags set up at the ace hotel lobby la- on their laptops just trump flags everywhere like it's like it's the docks in newport so beach sick. <laughs> they got, they, they got all of a sudden the employees at the ace are looking around like God, a lot of people with ibms in here today this is kind of weird IBM. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's really funny <laughs> yeah i don't I, I don't know what i don't know what the plan is i don't know what the plan is i haven't followed it super closely but I, i've seen you know a lot of I rumbling mean, so. everyone it doesn't matter what the charges like Nobody cares what the charges are for. You just want to see a photo of Donald getting perp walked out of Mar-a-Lago. That's true. Waving to the camera. That's true. Well, that's the that's the thing. He said that he's not. At first, I think the the understanding was he was going to kind of go peacefully, you know, like like surrender himself. Mm-hmm. But now, I think the I think he's saying he's barricading himself in Mar-a-Lago, and it's like, "Come get me, bitch." I hope to God that's true. I mean, that'll that'll <laughs> make it a thing. That's like OJ Simpson times a billion. That's like if OJ Simpson and Waco fucked 
we would have this. <laughs> so, so th- this is so Trump is going to be in Mar-a-Lago. You know, it's it's, and it, I'm sure the fences are quite high high there. Trust me, not easy to get in. It's going to be a standoff between him and like Palm Beach police, who are probably like. I don't want to arrest this guy that bad unless I can get a selfie with him. Yeah, how many people are going to be scream crying with the taser saying, don't make me do it, sir? <laughs> Look, I don't want to fucking do this. My boss made me, dude. You're my f- <laughs> hero, sir. I love the idea of like eight Florida cops drinking like black rifle out of out of a mug, just <laughs> kind of leaning up against their squad cars, like not really doing anything with like... <laughs> Because <laughs> the it'll be it'll be more media than police, you know. Uh-huh. It's like it's gonna. It's not like he's coming out guns blazing Koresh style. Right. He's not trying to. He he merely wants the press there. So I'm sure all the press will be there, and there'll be yeah, you know, a handful of cops kind of taking their time, having having a you know having a breakfast sandwich from Brugger's, <laughs> and it'll just you know we'll see we'll see what happens. I don't think I just don't think it's gonna. I don't think there's gonna be a lot of. Uh, I don't think the climax is gonna be that delicious you know i think it's gonna be a little bit of a non-starter i mean unless unless he is trying to unless he's like he knows that this is the the straw that's gonna break the camel's back and there's like a way more stuff coming that that he doesn't feel like he can wiggle himself out of and then he is going to do kind of a a suicide by police kind of move going out (laughs) in a blaze of glory come out with the fucking with the little toolie on him and then 11 atf agents just pepper light him up no him and kodak coming out fucking back to back (laughs) back to back bad boys two style yeah yeah he's like kodak i said this day would come where you're gonna have to owe me a favor and here we are you and i are gonna die by the hand of uh pensacola pd that is so sick him and kodak back to back just guns blazing like this is it man we got to go out you know kodak's like this really Really sucks. I did not want to die like this. <laughs> I'd rather be in jail. This I'm is way so, worse. Is there a fine I could pay? <laughs> how much money you guys? How much money you guys need? I get a lot for walkthroughs in Florida, particularly. So let me know. I can. I can get that. I can get the. He's cash like eleven months ago. I fucked a chick at a hockey game on live TV. <laughs> Now I'm gonna get no. I'm getting killed. I'm getting now this eighty-five-year-old iguana is more or less making me die. <laughs> this is this is a suicide mission. I, I didn't know how to blood pact with Donald. I didn't know. I thought we were even, bro. Sooner That's or later, so funny. you're gonna have to dance, Kodak. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be paying I'm gonna be paying close attention, obviously, you know, to this as as the news. Yeah, Tuesday. That's on Tuesday, right? Yeah, it's on Tuesday. Cancel. Can't we have to cancel our? Episode. Yeah, we're, we're not we're, we have we're unable it. to record on Tuesday. <laughs> I've also been following closely this Taylor Swift tour uh that's happening and and yeah there's been a lot of chatter around it because she made like this big overture about how she's playing a selection from her entire career and i was i was a selection of songs so it's a concert yeah i was like that is what shows are i don't understand like she it's not like taylor swift is like a legacy artist who's come back to play her hit album in full i just really was confused by this and people are like so excited and like impressed by it and i'm like that's every show i've ever been to in my entire adult life (laughs) i don't understand unless the concert 
explicitly says, you know, this is we're going to go see Pavement do this album, yeah, front to back, whatever it is, and yeah, any otherwise, it's just a concert. I, I was so confused, but also, I mean, that's that's how it is nowadays, man. You have to say stuff like that so people are like, "OMG, she's in her discography era." <laughs> she's in um, her we, discography. We stand. <laughs> I mean, for it's so impressive for her to check notes, remember <laughs> songs that she wrote herself. It's so sick. all by herself. She's in her discography era. It's so <laughs> sick. Taylor is killing. Taylor's on fire. She's in her discography era. This bitch single-handedly wrote the song and then sing the song. And some song old, some song new. It's really, it's really something what we're what we're able to be impressed by. I, look, it, it's it's sort of fucked up my my feed this week because her opening tour date was in Glendale, Arizona. I know, and you could just imagine the confusion on my TL. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of people, you know, because everybody kind of starts their tour. You don't you don't start the tour in New York or LA. You got to start it in a secondary. Or even tertiary market, mm-hmm. obviously Glendale, Arizona, feeling mm-hmm. quite terse. I didn't even know they had running water, let alone a stadium facility that could house that many Swifties. But I, I don't. I, I imagine that all of these, like, I imagine Glendale, Arizona, is is probably like thirty minutes from Phoenix or something, or not even. It's probably it's probably like when you as the crow flies, you know, as you go to what's the like even the the forum might not technically be L.A. I don't know. You know what I mean, right? 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 No, it's Inglewood. Yeah, so that's the thing when you or s- as Maddie Healy called Maddie Healy called it Compton. <laughs> Look, bro, he's English. He doesn't know. I mean, you know, it's tough. It's, it's tough. But I, uh, yeah, I, I think that that is. Um, I know that's fucking up your SEO and stuff. And I also sent you that. Um, yeah, Glendale Strip Club T-shirt that I believe was cat was from the John Morant. So maybe it's maybe it's like where maybe it's a stadium where where sports are also played. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, what, what do you think it's for the the Arizona Symphony? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's a there's well, a lot I mean, of if you consider Monster Truck Rally sports then I guess, <laughs> but yeah. You know, if you close your eyes and listen to the roar of the trucks, it is symphonic <laughs> in some ways, you know, if you're on the if you're on the right drugs. Uh, if you've had enough Miller lights, um, but yeah, I saw it. Well, you know, because Taylor, the, the Taylor Swift, the, the Ticketmaster battle, and now, thank God, our Goth King Robert Smith is on the front lines fighting Ticketmaster and the fees. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I just can't believe there's so many people in my life that buy tickets at, at like face value for something <laughs> like that. Like when it, when it's no, not even like that. I'm just mean when like uh, I obviously am going to go see The Cure. I fucking love The Cure. I've seen them before. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Mm-hmm. The idea of trying to log on and get destroyed by bots, yeah, to buy two tickets. I'm just like I I recognize that this is going to cost more than it should, and I'm going to go on to a resale site and buy my two tickets so we can go. Just not deal with the whole mess of the whole situation. Who I mean, who has the time? It sucks and it's annoying and it's unfair and Ticketmaster is the devil in a lot of ways, but like that I'm just not going to I I can't do that. It's like yeah. if I want a pair of sneakers that sell out, I'm not going to wait in line. I'm going to overpay for them. I I think it's part of like an overarching theme or like a style of person that that you happen to be and and me as well where it's just like I'm just not going to do that. I'm I'm not going to yeah. wait in line to get the new iPhone. Anything like that, any potential strife in your day to do something that you truly love. Once you hit a certain age and a certain level of whatever we are, you're just like, 
Eh, I'm good. Like nothing is worth it. No, it's not. It's not even like I have so much money and it just doesn't matter. It's like, sure, I'd love to save $300 on cure tickets, but it's just not possible. I just don't think I just not possible. But last the line, the dude last night we were walking to dinner at Dr. Clark just through Chinatown on a regular Saturday night. And there were at least four places with 25 person queues. And it was like cold outside. And these aren't like famous. It's not like stuff that I've personally heard of. It's just people are happy to wait in line to to get something. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was like, a, I guess it was like exasperated by COVID. But when it's regular stuff, I can't. Come on, dude. Like, how good can the fucking noodles be? This is a topic that we've discussed a lot. The psychology behind enjoying the waiting in line. And I... I think before I, I would talk, I mean, it would, it's basically just like going outside and going for a walk, except you don't have to move and you can look at your phone. Yeah, no, I, I agree it's, with it's, you. It's like, it's like self-care, like outdoor activity, vitamin D, yes, yes kind of thing, <laughs> but you don't have the annoyance of walking into stop signs while you're looking at your phone. Yeah, no, sure, sure. Yeah, I got a concussion because I was looking at my phone, but I, but I think that it's like even this like, I don't think people are even upset about, like, the... I mean, people are upset, obviously, about the difficulty in getting tickets and having to digitally queue and all that stuff, but they're mm-hmm. they're really mad about the fees, you know? Oh, yeah. And the, and, the, and the monopoly, which, of course, is bad and unfair, but I just don't... I don't understand... I guess I'm just the kind of person that's like, well, that's kind of out of my control, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't fight Ticketmaster. There's nothing I can do. If I want to go see The Cure, I got to pay for it, and it's going to cost me money. And that's what it is. And I just don't, I don't, I guess I don't have that thing in me where I'm like, you know what? I need to go on my social media and talk shit about Ticketmaster and tag them so that they see it. Cause that's going to make a difference. Because I, I, well, I, I think know, it's because- and, and you know, <laughs> it ain't going to make a difference. That's my whole fucking, that's the whole point. Well, it won't make a difference in your life or my life, but for some people, seeing Taylor Swift is literally a matter of life and death. True. And that is maybe the inherent issue there is that you need something more in your life other than like going to concert once. It's the same language that people use when they talk about, you know, like the same complaints of like, oh, well, like without insurance, my my mom's leukemia medication yeah. costs, you know, $8,000 a month and I can't afford that. So now my family is going to die. This sucks ass. People are talking about. Taylor Swift tickets in that same voice. No, yeah, like, no, they are. If they I are. don't see Taylor Swift, like my family yeah. will die. My favorite. My is, children will eat themselves. Is when it's and, the parent is jump when, off a cliff. It's when it's the parent being like, I, I, like I don't have a choice. Like this is going to make my life hell if I don't spend three grand on Taylor Swift <laughs> tickets. Like I, 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 I just I don't. Oh, 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 you know, like they're short circuiting. For some people, it really is that dire. Sure, sure. And that's the and that's the the fundamental issue here. No, that is the fundamental issue. And I think Ticketmaster. It's just funny that Ticketmaster like you know during our our younger years you know it was eddie vetter pearl jam on the front lines like this was like a real thing in the kind of like slackers Mm -hmm. like 90 era and then everybody was just cool with it for 25 years i guess and now (laughs) and now because taylor swift is 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 the kind of the the face of the problem it's 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 super relevant again Mm-hmm. And I just think that's I just really like obviously I'm sure people complained about it, but there really has there's been a 25, 30 year, you know, where this conversation was completely dormant and nothing was different. And they were charging these fees and it was all the same. It was literally all Did the you same. ever think I don't think anyone could predict that the 
average income of the Pearl Jam fan base would increase so greatly with time. Because at that time, no, they're complaining because like true. our fans like literally like live in a dumpster and work at Spencer Gifts. Like they cannot afford to see us, our favorite band. And now they're like, yeah, I mean, we're just going to fly private from Vail and go see them. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, might yeah, bop yeah. over to Boulder no, after. And Pearl Jam has turned into, it's really interesting that Pearl Jam has turned into like a Grateful Dead level touring band with just rich guys going to see them and kind of like following them like the dead. And they put out everything. All the live shows are online. And they get traded around. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And they're not exactly cool, but they're like, compared to what else you got, they're very cool. Like they're not going to be like, it's not like Guy Fieri kind of thing of like, yeah, you know, they're coming to town and we're going to go to the axe throwing bar and get kind of tanked up and then go see him. It's more of like, we're going to go bop into the omakase tasting menu, have some like very bomb sakes. Um, no one's like smoking cigars and shit. Maybe a little microdose, pull it out of the Patagonia vest. Hop on the chopper. We're done. Dude, last night rocked. Last night fucking they did, rocked. They did even flow three times. No, but I mean, that's the thing is Pearl, because Pearl Jam, if Pearl Jam comes on the radio, I'm going to listen to it. Like, I'm going to stick with it. You know, if like you said, like if, if, if PJ comes on in the Rivian, because <laughs> like, what else am dude, I listening to dude, in the Rivian? Pearl Jam, Pearl, yeah. Pearl Jam is 100%. Pearl Jam is the Rivian of bands for sure. Pearl Jam is 100% a guy that's made a little too much money. He's got like a <laughs> he's got a house that's like black. Dude, I, I, just, I got into granola bars at the right time. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He's got like a black house that was designed by an architect and he's got the Rivian out front front and he's like wearing like a yeah he wears it's definitely some patagonia but also like maybe a tom Sachs nike you know like a little bit mm-hmm. like that kind of guy he's invested in a plant-based leather company <laughs> 100%. oh do you like oh you like my jacket it's actually mushroom leather it's really sick it's like durable and it don't feel looks it. Don't feel like it. yeah you couldn't really tell the difference no, no, don't eat it i'm just kidding i tell that to everyone <laughs> like if you didn't know bro you would you wouldn't ever imagine it's crazy but but that is exactly who listens. It's it's this weird it's this weird guy. That's but the like, guy is a good like compared to the rest of the world. That's a good guy. Like that's a great get. Like he's not he's totally. not going to be a bad it. I'll person. I'll take it all day. I'll, he's responsible. He's resourceful. You 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 land on a, on some dick like that. You say you hit the button and say let's do it. Even if he has a small dick. As far as that stuff goes, he obviously has a very small. Dick. We're going to move past that. As far as that stuff goes, it is pretty good. I mean. That's better to me. I would rather kind of uh, break bread with one of those types than than kind of like the vintage Mercedes. This runs on fry oil. Sure. I shop at Whole Foods, Grateful Dead guy. Mm-hmm. If I have to choose, you know, if I have to choose. One billion percent. Speaking of Grateful Dead guys. <laughs> yeah. I did experience um, a, a new kind of guy that I'm not around very much at the at an Audemars event damn this is becoming a recurring theme from how long gone new guy alert well new guys and i like it because new guys are popping up but the new these aren't new guys i guess new guys yeah they they present themselves on a daily basis the, these new guys are new to me i i guess in this way but there's there's like a beautiful like Audemars has like a for our listeners at home Aud- you're talking about Audemars the the watch company p gay yes 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 the the high-end yes. the high-end watch uh, company mm-hmm. so they they have like this like apartment in the meet like next to pastis and it's like they, they were hosting an event with with john mayor 
because he's uh, like a... He's an absolute watch junkie. He's an ambassador. And then, so I went with Sam High and I went before we went to dinner to check it out. And, I've been uh, invited to worse houses. I've been to the Levi's house. Ugh. Yeah, let, I don't want to talk about the fader for it right now. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, Mare, Mare's up there, fucking hair looking great. And he's fucking waxing poetic about watches with the, you know, the woman from, from Audemars, from AP and this other guy. And they're just talking... And you know, I'm, it's it's by f- way over my head. Like this motherfucker knows his shit. He's talking about all kinds of stuff I've never heard of. I don't even know what these words mean. But I'm looking around and I'm like, everybody in here looks insane. Like they're so rich, but they're also just like, you know, it's like a 55 year old overweight guy in a suit with an off white belt <laughs> hanging down to his knee. <laughs> hanging to his knee like checking his phone that is like one of the has like the wallet case he's still got the offie belt i'm just like this is insane yeah this is insane and then you look around and there's like multiple guys with like the cursed tiffany air force ones Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. everybody has got on extremely expensive everything on their body is extremely expensive and it's all just absolutely the wrong thing like it's it's crazy it's crazy like i don't know how you get here like I don't know why you're all so rich. Like everybody's got on a fifty thousand dollar, you know, a fifty thousand dollar watch. But the, I guess what it is is the the intersection of streetwear and watch culture is a very dangerous place to 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 hang out. It is. It's uh, it's quicksand. It's, it's no, a trap. Exactly, it, I think exactly. because you, like you're you're describing these fifty five year old fat rich guys. They all have insufferable Percocet addicted children. Totally. Who have like face tats. Totally. And they're like, yes, dad, this is what's sick. And he's like, I guess I do this now. And then, you know, like I guarantee every single one of these guys you're talking about has an insufferable 23 year old son who has a bored ape yacht club that is quickly degrading in value. That's true. And he's still kind of pissed at his son for making him buy that for him. That was my favorite guy there. But then there's a lot of guys that are like our age that definitely like just made some decisions as far as their investment portfolio goes. They got very, very rich, very young. And I think they're just like, what else do I do? Mm-hmm. I, I don't like what else, what else do I do? Like I have to buy stuff. I've already got a nice apartment. I've already got a nice car. It's either that or modular synths. That's what I'm saying. It's like which pick way? your poison. But the, but John, so John, when he's doing this interview, he did reveal something that I found very interesting. Was this like a candid fireside chat that just happened to be recorded for video? I actually didn't see anybody recording it. Okay. I have to be honest with you, but it was it was a candid fireside chat. Copy. But Copy. Mayor was like, I just love collecting stuff. I'm into knives now, <laughs> and I was okay. I was like, so. So I didn't. So he's every Asian friend of mine in high school's dad. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know how to. I don't know how to approach this because I know he lives in Montana. So you know he's 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 probably got more need for a knife than maybe I would. He's cutting a little more rope than you are. And then I talked to Nomi, and Nomi's like, "Oh yeah, he sent out knives as a Christmas gift a couple of years ago. Like he's not new to this. He's true to this." <laughs> and I'm like, "Damn, this I've is been cutting like." <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I've been cutting, slicing. And I I was just like, I wonder what it's like to be at the level where you get into something and you have the time and the resources to truly find the end. Like you can do whatever you want. And what he said was interesting about the knife collecting, which which I guess we can all relate to on some level, is he's like, yeah, I can buy two a week. It's not watches. You know, they're affordable. (laughs) And I was kind of like, damn, I guess that's why I like... You know, 
<clears throat> a vintage band t-shirt. Like I can buy a Bell and Sebastian shirt once once a week and it's not really going to fuck my up my bottom line, but I can't be buying, you know, there's a lot of things I can't right, be right, buying right. once a week. The archival Rick that's more of a every six months, every trimester. Yeah, my Rick, my yeah, my Rick is every trimester. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was just. I like, mean, for now, for now, for now, where I'm, I'm gonna. No, get, I mean that sounds amazing. Like that, that's like every boy's dream in life is just like, hey, I made a bunch of money. I have a a life now that has intense work periods and intense chill periods. I'm in Montana. I'm posted up. I'm doing my thing. The only thing I have to do is figure out how to get this girl out of my cabin and then just go play <laughs> with my fucking knives, you know? Yeah, no, it's honestly... And just like... It's truly figure amazing. Out everything about... Every uh, everything about watches, but we've seen because I think it's neat. But we've seen Mayor. It's crazy because I'm sure he went through a crazy car phase. You know what I mean? I think you do all of this yeah. stuff, and it's like. But the best thing he said about watches that was so sick is it's because people are asking about like value and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I've never sold one." <laughs> he's like, "Do people resell these things?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, no. I mean, I, I he's like, I basically he was like, I check out the value, but I'm not gonna. I mean, I don't resell them, you know." And I was just like, "Damn, this guy." <laughs> the need to sell one of my pieces hasn't presented itself quite yet. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just so cool because I, I feel like that's just such a big part of like watch conversation. You know, it's like the market and how they sell. And he's like, "Oh no, I don't. I look at it, but I don't do it's that." Funny, it's like, yeah, I got really into real estate, and he's like, "Oh, like you're flipping stuff." So he's like, "No, I just buy a bunch of houses." <laughs> yeah, I just and buy. Then, yeah, and then I'm, you would sit on them for ten years, and then you make a big profit, and you move that to a down payment. The next, I was like. Oh yeah, I guess I could sell one of these. Too. <laughs> yeah, I could. I just keep buying houses. I should call somebody and see if they could sell it for me. That that's a good idea. That's somebody does. There's people that do that, right? Come to think of it, <laughs> I was yeah, I was blown, well, um, blown away. Speaking of of trying to figure out how to get a girl out of your cabin, I wanted to send uh, a good luck message to Diplo. He's running the LA Marathon as we speak. Oh wow. Okay, so Diplo is is um. You know, I have to say, whatever you whatever you think about Diplo, it, he is really operates on a on a high level. I feel like, like running a marathon. Do you think he trained, or do you think he's just showing up after a night out? I think a little bit of both. I mean, I was talking about this with somebody. I forgot who, but I was I was thinking like, of all the people I know in the world, personally or famous celebs, whoever, there's a decent chance that like nobody flies on an airplane more than he does it's like elon musk kanye bezos level like i think there's a decent chance he might fly more yeah every year you know annually than truly anybody other than you know a pilot or something no that's no you're probably right you're probably maybe right. even more than some pilots like he's literally takes you know six flights a week or some shit yeah easily easily and some i mean obviously some are shorter than others but he seems to be i just feel like what obviously we only see the highlights but i i feel like the guy is really like burning it at both ends in a way that you have to be kind of wired differently. But the athletic pursuits, um, you know, surfing is cool, but it ain't running a marathon. Like this feels like a little, you know what I mean? This is pretty heavy duty. Yeah, I mean, how does it feel, you know, for somebody like you who is a sober grustler um, and, you know, you're, you're up early, you're running and things like that. He's up earlier yeah. than we are yeah. and he was you know on ketamine the night before and he's in the ice plunge at 5 a.m when we're still fucking snoring it's quite impressive i think it's it happens when you like hit a certain age and you're really rich and you're like realize what life is about and blah 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 or you're just like you know 
you have some issues. I think all of and then you become like a futurist. I think all of that is true, but I think the main thing that lets me sleep at night knowing that I am not on Dippy's level is that when you have the kind of money he has, you really have access to the experts and the best, which makes all of these yeah. kind of hobbies. But you know, you have the best trainer, you have the best running coach, you have the best gear, you have the best facilities, which is like why this stuff is is probably a little easier to achieve for him. Um, which is no, that's, that is, sound, they sound a whole lot like excuses to me. No, it's not a slight at all, but it's just like, bro, if I, if I wanted to run a marathon and it was like, all right, like I'm going to do this, I got a coach, I'm going to fucking train. Like it's no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you have to want to do it and have the will to do it, but there are things that make it a little easier. You, you don't have the means or the time or the resources to fly a guy in from Nigeria to live at your house in Malibu for six weeks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't have, I'm not able to pay the, the, the best trainer on planet earth. You probably have to open your own hip flexors. You fucking broke, huh? I'm, <laughs> dude, my hip flexors are so tight, bro. Don't broke bring it boy. up. Don't bring it up. You have to open your own hip flexors. You little broke ass. That's like, <laughs> A rich person's version of washing your own car. <laughs> oh wait, you open your own? Probably opens his own. Oh God, he's. I thought he was doing better. Times are tough, and but also, you know, he is probably going to be able to run faster than you after cutting all that semen weight every day as well. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good point. He's kind of <laughs> he's he's doing he's on a whole. Able to cut the air more. You guys think Gwyneth Paltrow is bad? Don't even look at what Diplo's doing. <laughs> you, you're, you, you, you ain't gonna like that. You ain't gonna like that one bit. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Bef- before you told me to um, add add to my notes, Civil War and rich nerds. Any you want to take a pick at either of those? We just did that. We just did it. Civil War is. Donald Trump and rich nerds is automa- of watch, okay. watch collectors. We, we covered it, bro. We're all we're all great. Okay, I wasn't sure exactly what you meant by Civil War, but now yeah, I get it. I mean, I I don't. It's the name. Hopefully, it's the name of the new Kodak mixtape. But it could just happen. <laughs> you know, I, I, um, I don't know. So you're you're going. You're you're coming back to L.A. Oh yeah, pretty soon yeah. or this week. Yeah, I can't wait. And then we're flip flopping. I know it's I'm going to New York. I love a classic flip flop. Uh, I love a classic flip flop. But we'll have. Well, luckily we have some overlap. Yeah, we have. Actually, we went to dinner with we went to dinner with uh, Stevie and and Raven and the whole crew uh, on on um, mm-hmm. Saturday at the public, which was not Raven was in town for um, he was doing some work with Gucci Gucci. <laughs> Oh, he does a lot of work with, with I, I think that's a nice gig to get into as a writer. Nice. I ran into him on the street. He was walking uh, from from the from Soho to to Brooklyn to get a cake. He's got to carry a cake back across the bridge. No, I was just like, what do you what do you mean? And he's like, I'm going to get a bun. And I'm like, what's a bun? <laughs> and I'm and he's like, you know, and he like describes a bun. And I'm like, oh, you mean a cinnamon roll? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, but it's a bun. And I'm like, yeah, but it's a cinnamon <laughs> roll. You know, and it was a little bit. There's a little bit of a standoff. Um, but then I did. So then I saw him. Tastes great, less filling. Yeah. Then I saw him, and I saw him later that night. Morning bun. I saw him later at night for, at the dinner, and I was like, "How was the bun?" He was like, "Nah, I, you know, I don't know if I need to walk across a bridge for it, <laughs> you know." But but it was a nice day, you know. Nobody should ever walk across the bridge to eat a morning bun. It was so funny. It was so funny. I was like, "Bun," because to me, bun, I think of uh, you know, a burger. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. If he said a bap, then that would make more sense as a bread. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm happy to get back uh, to LA for some for some linking and building with you know mainly Hunter, but also you and and a few other friends yeah. of the program. You get in on Monday, uh, Tuesday, ninety percent chance of rain. Don't worry. Yeah, but it's looking good for the rest of the week. It's looking like seventy and sunny. I saw it breaks. No, I yesterday I went and had a little hangover 
sofa and I was sunning myself in Rosemead. It was like 73 degrees. So we're getting a little bit of it. Yeah, I mean, New York is fucking, it's cold, but it's sunny. We're like two weeks away from the fried egg plant blooming its flowers. <laughs> I can feel it. Thank God. That's when you know. What would, That's my groundhog. What head. would we do without that? Jesus Christ. DJ Them Jeans always bringing it back to his belly. That's why we love him. No, to the botanical world. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I can't ever tell what world you're in. You're fucking up in the clouds. That's the only thing I can, I can say for, for <laughs> certain, for bloody certain. Bro, I'm, I'm, I've been super into botanicals lately. <laughs> Have you tried botanicals? Botanicals just sounds like the next thing they call cannabis. So I'm going to back that's off. What I was, that's where I was going. Okay. I, that's, that's why we do this show together. How long gone? Um, we are, uh, we are back with more podcasts next week. We're also going to be announcing some, um, new tour dates, uh, in the, mm. in the pretty near future for, for, um, some cities in the U S of a that we haven't been to in a while, which is, we're excited about, yeah. which will end with, uh, our appearance at the, the just like heaven festival in, um, That's beautiful right. Pasadena. It's our first, uh, live, live podcast festival appearance. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, because we definitely don't. I wish somebody over there at Golden <laughs> Voice would let us know. Um, all right. How long gone? Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. We'll be back next week. Uh, Jason, um, I implore you to enjoy your Sunday. I know I'm, I'm going yeah. to. Um, and uh, I will uh, I'll talk to you soon. Au revoir. Au revoir.